Hello, my friends. Welcome to Things We Dig. My name is Chris. Hey, what's up, everybody? I'm the other Chris. Ooh, two Chris's, man. C squared. So today we're going to talk about The Last of Us, the new HBO series. And we're going to go at a perspective of I've never played the video game, but the other Chris has. Uh-huh. So I want to ask, I want to ask you, man. Do you feel like at least the first episode, do you feel like that the Last of Us live action show is going to live up to the hype? Uh, I do. I absolutely feel like it's going to live up to the hype. I had pretty high expectations for it going in just because like HBO and Pedro Pascal and everything. And it exceeded the expectations. I, you know, everyone always says the, the video game curse with shows. And I think maybe this will break the live action one. Yeah, I feel like anything with Pedro Pascal is just it's just good, man. It's just good. I mean, we saw it with Mandalorian, we saw it with Game of Thrones, and I just feel like he this one's gonna be a home run. And I would say, like I said, I I never played the video game, but I'm familiar with it. I've seen scenes of it, I've seen you know footage of gameplay and whatnot. And I really feel like the creators capture the aesthetic of the video game to showing the last of us the world the post-apocalyptic of what that looks like and i really thought they nailed it on the head with that yeah they definitely have a lot of those small details in the world i feel like trickled throughout it and the the sets and the background are done really well they put a lot of time and money obviously into them so it, it brings you into that world and i think they're doing uh, a lot of stuff to set the like the broader world up with little breadcrumbs, like how he's, you know, dealing those pills and he's saying, oh, yeah, they come out of I forget if he said Atlanta or whatever city. And he's like, if they're making, you know, pills and bullets up there, that's all they do. So it lets you kind of know that there's probably pockets of civilization around that are still able to, you know, uh, run as a society to some point. So that's not a complete wasteland, but it also gives you the the view of like, yes, shit's not like it used to be at all. Right. Yeah. And I would say, you know, again, not playing the video game. I feel like not that the creators and the showrunners are like holding your hand throughout the series, but I really feel like they did a good job of putting the show in a perspective of most most viewers might not have played the video game. And though a lot there's a really huge following for this video game, it's one of the most beloved video games, I feel like in the past you know, decade. But the show creators I feel like they made it as if like, hey, you can enjoy this without having to play the video game. You know, there might be a little bit of nods here and there to the video game that like, you know, people who played it and who are, you know, fans and who love it will will kind of know. But I still feel like it's made for as if there wasn't a video game there. It's like, hey, like, here's the world. Here's what's going on. We're laying it out for you. We're doing world building with it. And they're doing a really good job so far. Because like I said, like I grasped it. I knew what was going on. I knew, you know, the beats and the characters and kind of the, as you mentioned, the perspective of how they view their the world now. So I think they're yeah. doing a good job to getting a wide audience of it, of those who played and those who haven't played the video game. Yeah, and I think that, I would think that the vast majority of people who watch the show probably haven't played the game. I'm, I mean, I think that anyone who has played the game and enjoyed it is going to watch it. But, you know, it, millions of viewers are going to watch it without having seen it. So you have to present it in that way. And I think they did a good job. Like the um, that scene in the beginning where they're talking about, you know, things that could lead to an eventual outbreak. It kind of gets your mind thinking of like, oh, this is obviously where they're going to go with this show. But they do things different from the game, too. So if you enjoyed it and you see the story like this, like 
some of the scenes are shot for shot from the game and some things they've strayed away from. So I think there's things for both people to enjoy too, but yeah, they're definitely presenting the information as if you know nothing, which I like. Right. And I would say kind of what you touched upon, uh, the opening, the very opening of it, you know, from what I read and other reviews, you know, that like 1960s interview of the, with those scientists that that wasn't in the video game, correct? No, not at all. So I think that really set it up to in a, in a perspective of like, this is very real, like in that world, like this fungi, this disease can really, you know, be can really affect the whole world. And I thought that was a good way to kind of set up the how intense and how severe that the world is eventually going to be because of these things. You know, they describe the fungi with the, with the ants and how they will take over the body. Kind of like what we've seen it before with like other zombie adaptations from movies and books and stuff. So I really thought adding that scene really kind of uh, made the severity of what's to come, you know, really set the, the tone for that. Oh, absolutely. And if you ever seen pictures of when that the cordyceps fungi takes over an ant and what it looks like and stuff and acts like, it's wild, man. You should uh, look into it, viewers, if you have not seen it. Pretty interesting. That is not something they made up for the show. So let's uh, dive into the characters a little bit. Um, again, not playing the video game. I'm going to say that a bunch, you know, but I've I was super surprised and you know, viewers, if you are watching this, listening to this, there's going to be light spoilers in here. So if you don't want to get spoiled, you know, I would say this is a good time to uh, maybe head out and check out, watch the first episode and come back. But I was thoroughly surprised that the daughter of of Joel in the show didn't, you know, survive. And I thought the the actress, uh, Nico Parker, who played Sarah Miller, it seemed like she's going to be the main focal point of the show. Right, yeah. <laughs> and you, you're, you're invested in her. And I thought she did a really fantastic job of kind of setting the tone of, you know, Joel, who's going to be the initial protagonist of it, the, the main lead and kind of his projection to the rest of the world for this 20 years. Cause it, you know, 20 years later, um, you know, she, she, she passes away. She dies because of the outbreak and just the, the chaos going on around it. And I was so shocked. I was like, oh my goodness, like she, she died, What 20 years later. So I thought she did a really good job portraying that little bit of time she had in the first episode to kind of be sort of the, the glue for the rest of the series and how Joel is going to react. Yeah, it definitely sets up, you know, Shows how, why Joel's such a hard man in the future, you know what I mean? And in the game, this, it all opens up at the, when his brother pulls up in the truck and everything's already gone crazy at nighttime. So you never got to see those scenes of her going to the neighbors and doing all this other stuff. And it was already impactful to see his daughter just get, you know, gunned down. But then to having gone through 30 minutes of like really getting to, to connect with this actor, uh, Nico Parker, she did an amazing job. So, you like her. And like me, I knew what was going to happen, that she was going to die. And I was still like, oh, damn, maybe they're going to play it different or how's this going to go? And damn, man, Pedro Pascal plays it so well when he turns and is like, help me, Tommy. And his voice is breaking and everything. Uh, fuck, man, gets you right in the feels. Yeah, like it It really <laughs> such a shocker, especially for those who you know aren't familiar with the, with the story. But I guess going, you know, on to Pedro Pascal, we talked a little bit about him in the beginning. But how do you think he did as Joel? Do you think he, you know, again, a beloved video game character? Do you feel like he was the right choice for this uh, for this character? 
Yes, I do feel like he did really well. You know, you kind of worry like he's going to have the Chris Pratt effect. They keep casting him as this, you know, silent badass or reluctant hero. But I feel like he plays all of them so differently that it's still refreshing to see. Like, I'm very interested to see where he goes as Joel. His portrayal so far is pretty spot on to the books. You know, the voice obviously isn't the same, but just the swagger and everything he has. I think he's got it dead on. Yeah, I would say, you know, Pedro Pascal, you know, been one of my favorite actors of of recent years. And as you said, I think he plays a burdened individual really well. And you can see, you know, his his girlfriend in the show in the in the beginning, there's these, I don't know, we'd call them they're 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 a gang or they're individual like drug dealers, and they're like, he's he's terrified of you. You know, you can tell that like he can hold his own. And then you see it later in the episode. When he has to protect, you know, we'll dive into her a little bit too as well. But Ellie, and you're just like, oh, he's a badass. Like yeah. Pascal just can play a badass really well. Really excited to see him in, in, in this project. And I just think, yeah, it's going to be, you know, a trip and an adventure, uh, a journey going with them for the rest of the the way. Um, but yeah, so I guess the, the, the second main actress in it, Bella, Bella Ramsey is Ellie. Yeah. You know, she's a little rough around the edges. Again, of course, I read into it a bit and, you know, getting kind of a, a little dive into, you know, all these characters in the world of it. And I thought she did great, too, as well. I mean, I I, I know there's obviously something more, you know, they, they allude to something. She's sort of uh, the quote unquote chosen one or there's something about her that's going to oh yeah make, absolutely. make make an impact on the world and she's just this hardened child who she mentions in the show that she she was abandoned she was an orphan you know yeah being an orphan alone in the world is hard enough but like in this type of world so i thought she did a really good job kind of being rough around the edges and there was some kind of writing that maybe it was like okay we get it you're you're that badass little teenager but what do you think of her portrayal as Allie? um i like it a lot like you were referring to she definitely has something more going on i'm not going to say out loud what it is you can probably figure it out based on the clues they've given you it's not really part of the story that stays hidden for long but it is like the crux of everything going forward and and i would say her acting I don't know if it's yet chopped up to like some bad writing, you know, like the obvious like cussing and stuff or her acting skills. But I, I like it so far, but there it she doesn't have as much of like Pedro Pascal has like the look and the feel and the tone of Joel like perfectly. And I feel like maybe there's just a right. little bit missing with her, but I've only seen one episode for three or four inch. She could be killing it. I definitely yeah. didn't dislike it at all. Yeah. I would agree, man. I mean, I'm so excited to see, you know, what's left for the rest of this season. I'm sure it's going to be great. Just again, the world building, the aesthetic, it feels like a video game to me. There's certain scenes. Someone was, uh, I was reading the the scene with the truck and I had to go and, and watch a YouTube video of that scene. Cause when they're, um, with Joel and his daughter and then, uh, what's his friend's name again? Uh, Tommy. Tommy, when they're driving in the truck, I was like, this feels like a video game. And someone had mentioned that. So I looked it up. I'm like, oh my goodness. It was almost like a shot for shot of Sarah kind of look. You can look around with her, I guess. And just all the chaos that was going on. I'm like, dang, they did a perfect job of setting up that scene and the intensity to come. And I don't know if it was portrayed well, but Tommy is his brother. So, oh, okay. Gotcha. Not, not just his homeboy. 
So that's gotcha. what she's saying, Uncle Tommy and all that stuff. It's not, I mean, I know a lot of times when people have friends, the kids say that, but he's a uh, actual blood related to him. Okay. But I would uh, agree with you as well. They, the way that they shot it, it's like, you know, great cinematography, but does have that almost like first person perspective, like you're playing along with the story type feel to it. Yeah. So uh, damn good job. If you haven't seen it, The Last of Us, HBO Max, uh, second episode, I believe it's going to be airing every Sunday, correct? Uh, yes. Every Sunday in HBO, they're bringing back those good old Sunday nights, baby. Dude, HBO Max, man, it's a luxury of TV. But uh, yeah, man, so uh, what do you uh, hope to see for the rest of the season? Is there anything part of the game? You know, we don't have to get too much into spoilers, but maybe certain aspects that you're hoping to see for the rest of the season? Um, Definitely. One thing that I'm a little disappointed they're leaving out is that they're going to have the infection spread, you know, not by spores like they did originally and to wear gas masks a lot in the game. So I understand why they're not going to do that for the show. It could be. You know, pretty cumbersome to have taking on and putting on gas masks all the time. They're going to have it be through like the tendrils, like we're coming out of the old lady's mouth. So oh, okay, that yeah, should yeah. be the, the fungus thing. We'll play a little bit more into it that. But um, what they are still going to have that I've heard is a lot of like the creatures from the games, like the clickers and the enemies. So I'm really interested to see the CGI on those. And the game was very good at doing these uh, intense scenes where like you know you're hiding and sneaking past these things and you felt very nerve-wracked so i'm really hoping they can translate that onto the screen as well yeah i I was that's another aspect too the you talked about the old lady the next door neighbor that scene was intense like yeah dude dude. seeing her in the background like yeah so like you said hoping with these creatures and i I guess a, a human aspect might be um some type of enemies too as well so really looking forward to that but Awesome, man. Well, good to hear from you, hear from someone who played the video game. And uh, thank you, viewers, listeners, for checking in. And uh, we'll probably recap, maybe not every episode, but definitely a few others or the Yeah, check in every few and uh, see how it's going, man. Yeah. So uh, if you like this video, hit subscribe. Until next time, later days. See you, listeners.